Welcome, welcome, welcome back, Relevance of Sports Talk, episode 28. It's been a minute, it's been a minute, but I appreciate all the feedback everybody's giving me and all the um all the challenging remarks people are saying. I like that. I like people talking. That's what the debating's all about. But um, just some recap on some things. We're gonna talk about some QBs in the NFL, what's going on, who should go where, what's going on with that. Um, what I don't want to happen in the NFL compared to the NBA. Uh, of course, we're going to talk some NBA talk. We're going to talk about some ignorance that Brandon Ingram said. We're going to talk about Tiger, boxing, UFC, NCAA basketball. We're going to get it in, guys. We're going to get it in. All right, so the first thing we're going to talk about is the QBs in the NFL. Everybody knows about Carson Wentz to the Colts, which I think is a great thing for both, both sides. I think both sides are going to excel, and I'm picking the Colts to win their division. Yeah, I said it. To beat, they're gonna beat the te- uh, the Titans, the Texans, the Jaguars. I'm picking them to win their division because of Carson Wentz. People can say that he's a has been or whatever, whatever. But I'm telling you, yo, being a Washington football team's fan, I'd have took him all day long. Potential's there. Um, and you know what? And they have an offensive line that will protect him. They have actual wide receivers to for him to throw the ball to. Who is he throwing the ball to in Philadelphia? <laughs> Come on, guys. I don't think they're giving this guy enough chance and enough of a break. You know what I'm saying? He was going to be the MVP a few years ago when they won the Super Bowl. You know what I mean? So, uh, another person that's getting disrespected, in my opinion, Teddy Bridgewater. I mean, what is going on? Teddy B had the horrific injury with the Vikings. Horrific. You know, whatever, whatever, whatever. Very likable guy, whatever, whatever, whatever. Went to the Saints as a backup. Started those six games, whatever. When Drew Brees was hurt, came in, went undefeated, did well. New coach come in, Carolina, from college ranks. And he's like, hey, Cam Newton, you out of here. We got this guy. We feel good about Teddy Bridgewater. He's our guy. Da, da, da. And now you talking about getting rid of him already? Already? Why? No, don't get me wrong. I'd give up almost anybody in the NFL to get Deshaun Watson. But why are you even putting Teddy Bridgewater out there like that already? I mean, this guy's been doing anything he can for you already. You know what I'm saying? And he didn't look bad. I mean, the team, you lost your best player, McCaffrey. I mean, what do you expect to happen? You got holes all over your team. But I thought it was kind of disrespectful just to throw him out there like, hey, it's just Teddy Bridgewater. You know what I mean? I think that's disrespectful. Another disrespectful is Tua. Now, Tua coming off injury, whatever, whatever. But I think he did okay for Miami. Used the potential's there. The potential's going to be always there with this guy. You know what I'm saying? He was supposed to be a franchise-changing quarterback. So... Now they talking about moving him, like I, but like I said, if you get into Sean Watson, I'd almost trade anybody in the league, almost any quarterback, probably, other than maybe five of them. You know, I trade my people for him. So, and at least with Miami, you know, Watson would have a good team too. Could go to a place where they have a, you know, I think it would rub off better. But the Jets, why would Deshaun Watson put the Jets on his list? What are you doing? Why do you want to go to a dysfunctional place just like that? That's ridiculous. I mean, you know what I mean. Now, granted, I wouldn't. I wouldn't want to draft a, um, uh, Justin Fields from Ohio State either. I definitely wouldn't want to do that because I don't think that he's gonna be that. And yeah, call me biased. Call me a hater. Um, I never really been a big Justin Fields fan all the way back from when he was on the Netflix show QB One. I never. I, he just never did it for me. And don't get me wrong, but in that Clemson game, he showed out and he looked like a stud. I ain't going to lie, but NFL's different, man. We already see it. NFL's different. So I don't know about that. The Patriots, they talking about Marcus Mariota. What? Why? What does Marcus Mariota done? I mean, come on, bro. Is that what y'all talking about, New England? New England, is that what y'all doing? Y'all better go and get with these young guns. Uh, these these two, one of these two young guns after uh, Trevor Lawrence is gone to get him, not Fields. I'm talking about the other two. You know what I'm saying? You're going to let Cam go. So, Patriots, I'm intrigued to see what New England does because Belichick, Belichick just saw Tom Brady win. And you know he's like, I got to do something. So, we'll see what he's going to do. I'm fascinated by that situation. Um, I think Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers winning the Super Bowl makes all the headlines and storylines for next year that much better. Because now they're talking about Drew Brees might not even retire now. Now he might not even retire. So what does that mean for Winston? What does that mean for um, 
Russell Wilson, because that was that was on his list. I didn't mean to jump the gun with the Russell Wilson thing, but Russell Wilson, really? Nah, I'll wait a second on it. Let me go get to my squad first. The Washington football team. Yeah, we're gonna let Alex we let Alex Smith go. We we let we let our number one pick for a couple years go. And, and now they talk about we we go get uh uh Ryan Fitzpatrick. Really? Ryan Fitzpatrick. Really? So the name is over. We're not the Washington Redskins no more. I don't want to hear about the Washington Wolves. I don't want to hear about the Washington Generals. The team name right now is called the Washington Retreads because that's all we do is get retreads. Retread after retread after retread after retread. We are horrible at drafting, and all we do is get retreads, and it disgusts me. It disgusts me because teams like Dallas, who has a franchise quarterback, treats him like dog crap. Treats him like dog crap when we would take him in a heartbeat. I'll take that. Now, do I think that deserves all that money that he's asking for? No. But do most of them deserve that? Probably not. It's just the way the game is. That's the way the, that's the, way the market is. So that's what he's going to get. It ain't my money. I don't care. You know what I'm saying? But I feel like Dak, I feel like Dak is getting a raw deal. And it sucks for him because I like Dak. And I like this story when he's at Mississippi State. So... It is what it is. I don't really care because it's the Cowboys. I don't care if they have a quarterback or not. But I do care because Russell Wilson talking about I don't know if I'm on a team or not. But if I was being traded, the number one team I want to go to is Dallas. I don't like that crap. I don't like that crap at all. You know what I'm saying? You can carry yourself to Chicago. You can carry yourself to whatever other team you picked on your list. But Dallas was the number one team. So that makes me kind of sickening. But I understand it. They got a running game. They got offensive weapons. And the biggest thing is, he saw Tom Brady say, I'm in New England with nothing. I ain't got nothing in here. I'm going to go to Tampa Bay and I got all kinds of toys. I totally get it. Russell Wilson's like, I'm here with Seattle with, I mean, he got DK Metcalf. He got Tyler Lockett. The tight ends are kind of reprints. You know what I'm saying? The running game is like, ain't no stars. The offensive line is putrid. He is getting beat up. Back there, and he's a mobile quarterback, and he's a mobile quarterback, and he's getting beat up like that. That should tell your franchise there's a problem. There's a problem with that. But um, interesting to see if he if he's gonna go anywhere or not, or if they're gonna pull the trigger on that or not. Um, have y'all heard about this Baker Mayfield talk? Why did Baker Mayfield just took your team to the playoffs, and now y'all talking about trade him? What did he? What did he do wrong? What did he do now? I feel like he definitely deserves another year or two. Like, what, what's going on? All these people. You're the Cleveland Browns. You're the Cleveland Browns, dude. Stop getting yourself all. <laughs> you're the Cleveland Browns. And he just took you to the playoffs. And almost beat the Chiefs. Ooh, don't get too ahead of yourself, Cleveland Browns. Come on, Cleveland. Slow your roll. Slow your roll. <laughs> you're the Cleveland Browns. Okay. You got a dope team. You got two stud running backs, dope offensive line. You're getting player after player. And that was even all without Odell. If you go trade anybody, you trade Odell. You ain't trade Baker. Trade Odell. Come on, man. You know what I'm saying? Um, word just came in. J.J. Watt. J.J. Watt um, is now a Arizona Cardinal. So, good for him. I think the Cardinals are an up-and-coming team. I would not be surprised if they won their division. I'm just calling it right now. I would not be surprised if they won their division. So good luck to J.J. Watt. He's reunited with Nuke. You know what I'm saying? So go do your thing. Um, you know, back to Russell Wilson. He said, Dallas, we already talked about why Dallas. He said, New Orleans Saints. Why not? You got Alvin Kamara, Michael Thomas, and all that. But guess what? Drew Brees might not retire. Might not retire. Jameis Winston's probably like, man, can I get a break, yo? We'll take you, Jameis. Come be a Washington retread. We're the Washington retreads. We'll take Jameis Winston and your squinting eyeballs. We'll take all that. Um, the Chicago Bears, yeah, they got a good offensive line, a good defense. I mean, I don't see many offensive weapons that he would love, but, hey, if you want to play and, and you're in the cold, hey, whatever. And then the Raiders. Why would you want to go to the Raiders? 
Because it's Las Vegas, baby. And I'm married to Sierra. That's why. I'm in I'm in the corner of the world in Seattle, Washington. I need to be down there in Vegas. That's what that's what Russell Wilson talked about. Sierra and his ear, like, yo, let's go to Showtime. Let's go somewhere, big markets. So I, I get it, I get it, I get it. But I don't want the NFL to be like the NFL. I mean, to be like the NBA. NBA's to a point where it's like people are just demanding trades, leaving. I want to go do this. I want to. James Harden said, I want to be traded to the Nets. Period. He didn't say, hey, I could go to the Nets or the Knicks or da 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 da. He said, no, I'm going to act wrong. I'm going to get fat and I'm going to play a little bit, but I'm not going to be here. I'm not going to be happy until you trade me to the Nets. And what happened? He traded me to the Nets. It, the NFL is the best sport because it's so much parity and so much of the lowest team in the division wind up winning it next year. So much of that going on. I mean, Tampa Bay just won, just making one offseason move. I mean, so they had some minor ones, but Brady was the biggest one. So I don't want it to get to a point where it's like, Sean Watson says, oh, I'm not going to play unless you trade me to um, um, some, I don't know, name a team with, that can go to the Super Bowl, anybody, any of these teams, you know what I'm saying? I just don't want that to happen, man. The NFL is just much better than that, man. It's just much better than that. Don't ruin it, NFL. Keep your salary cap the way it is. Keep the balance. If people want to overpay for a quarterback, that quarterback better be able to win you games by himself, a la Aaron Rodgers back in all these years, a la Tom Brady all these years. You know what I mean? So Patrick Mahomes, yeah, he makes a ton of money, but he can win you games by himself. Simple as that. Um, so I don't want the NBA to do it. Please, NBA. I mean, NFL. Sorry. <laughs> you can see I got ready with him. Don't do it, NFL. Okay? Speaking of NBA, the Nets just won eight in a row. They beating all the contenders. I mean, they beating the Lakers, Clippers, Bucks. They beating everybody. All right, they hitting their stride. And then this with Kevin Durant having this COVID situation, being in, been in and out, been in this, Kyrie's in and out. They, I, I mean... Is it Steve Nash? He ain't getting no credit. I mean, is Steve Nash getting no credit? I ain't heard of nobody say nothing about Steve Nash. But um, the net. I mean, the for the Nets to click this early makes me nervous as heck. I was hoping they would, you know, have some bumpiness, bump this, 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 like the Heat did when they first started. Remember, they they didn't start off winning all these games in a row. They were like five hundred for a while, and then it was like, oh, okay, they click, click, click. And then he win it the first year. They lost to Dallas. So, but these Nets. These nets look scary. Scary. In the West, I thought my squad was a lot. I felt confident like a mom. I was like, yo, I ain't worried about the Clippers. I ain't worried about nothing. But um, Anthony Davis goes out. I mean, granted, we done won two in a row now, but it's just not the same, man. Like, they can't win a championship without Anthony Davis being a star. I mean, he's got to be a feature everything for that team, defensively, offensively emotionally, Anthony Davis has to be that. We've seen Le- we've seen LeBron give everything he can emotionally and defensively and everything. It's never, it's not enough. It's not enough if you don't have enough on your team. I think our team's okay, but Anthony Davis has to be their driving force. I mean, it's just the way it is. The Clippers, the Clippers seem mediocre to me, right? I mean, like, they're not, but like, I don't know. It's just something about them this year that, I don't know. I don't know. It just seems a little funny to me. Portland, it, it, but Utah, what the hell, Utah? And sometimes they say, hey, teams can win championships. A la the old Detroit Pistons, you know what I'm saying? I'm not talking about Isaiah Thomas. Well, Isaiah Thomas was the only superstar on the team. But I was talking about like the Chauncey Billups ones and all that. Um, You know, the Spurs teams, you had Tim Duncan. But you had some other good, solid players. Hey, this Utah team, Donovan Mitchell, is he that guy? Yeah, he's that guy. He's saying, go bear. I guess they kiss and made up because they are they are flexing out there. I ain't gonna lie. The coach is doing great. The ball never seems like it stops moving. It's not a whole lot of one-on-one ball. The ball's always flowing. They got three-point shooters everywhere. Go bear's a stud on the inside. I don't think he gets enough credit anyway. People look at him like, well, he's big. He's supposed to do that. Yeah, but he's doing things. He's doing things. So in the West, I think it's a crapshoot. I mean, it's a few teams. I think it's going to be in, intriguing to watch the playoffs for that. The East, there's a lot of solid teams, a lot of Miamis and Bostons and, you know what I'm saying, and them kind of teams. 
But really, I think it just comes down to the Nets. And if anybody can be the Nets, the only team I can see is the Sixers. The Sixers have the best, probably the only best chance, and that's because of my MVP frontrunner, Joel Embiid. But is Joel Embiid going to stay healthy enough to win? Is he going to stay healthy enough to play? Ben Simmons is looking good. They got Curry, and they got these other shooters out there that look good for the team. I still think they're missing one piece, just one little, I don't know if it's on the bench they need it or what it is that they need, but I think that they have surpassed the Bucks. I think the Bucks are done. Unless they get Bradley Beal or somebody like that, I think the Bucks are finished. Uh, Giannis can't, you know Giannis's deficiencies. You know he can't do. Middleton can shoot, he can score, but he can't do it for you in a seven-game series. He might do it in two of them. You know what I mean? And then all the pressure goes on him. Drew Holiday, I mean, Drew Holiday's a, he's a solid player, but he's not a game changer like that. So I don't know what the deal was with thinking that he was something else. They were just they were just throwing anything out there trying to keep Giannis to sign that max contract instead. And I'm and he did it. But we'll see after two years if he's just like, eh, I'm James Harden, uh, trade me. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's what the NBA players seem like they're doing. So I don't know. All these NBA players just running and trade, running and trade, joining teams. This guy, say, 20 million years with the Lakers. You know what I'm saying? He ain't have to run the jump nowhere. <laughs> uh, so Brandon Ingram. And I like Brandon Ingram. I wish we'd have kept him over Kuzmar. I can't stand Kuzmar. I wish we'd have kept Brandon Ingram. But um, what kind of idiot are you, Brandon? What are you smoking? You smoking that good, good, good. He said, Zion is the first teammate that is as talented as him. So when I heard that, I said, you're an idiot, da 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 just like I just now did. But the more you think about it, you say, is that really a shot at LeBron? Or is that a shot at Zion? <laughs> because Zion's supposed to be the truth. He's supposed to be the man. And... and <laughs> And if you ever thought Brandon Ingram and LeBron were on the same level, then you need to figure out what you smoking because that's something wrong. So maybe what he said was true. He's he, he's the most talented as him because LeBron surpassed him years ago, dude. I mean, like it's, when LeBron was a rookie, he was better than Brandon Ingram. So I don't know, man. I don't know. Um, it's crazy about Tiger Woods, y'all. Tiger, Tiger Woods, y'all. And I know I'm going to hear some people talking about cons- conspiracy theories. Like, they try to kill him and all this. All I'm going to say is, I'm glad that he lived. I'm glad he lived. And I've seen these kind of stories before when, you know, these star athletes or whatever, up, way up here, where they up here, they didn't do something because they're a human. They do something wrong, and then they're back down here. Then tragedy hits. And then now we'll see if Tiger can work hard and strive past this tragedy to get back on. And then he'll be then he'll be back in everybody's good graces. Then and then everybody's gonna love Tiger again. Everybody's gonna like, they're gonna forget all about the other stuff. They're gonna be like, oh, look what he did. He surpassed it. Oh, and he won an event. Oh, oh, we're gonna forget all about the shit. Watch. I'm calling it right now. You watch and see. He's gonna come back bigger and better than ever. I ain't say he's gonna have no help or nothing, but um we'll we'll see how it goes. Um, anybody been watching any other sports other than me? I'm trying to branch myself out to all these, you know, boxing. You see, I just watched some crazy boxing last weekend. Um, the champions, two Mexican dudes. Yo, official. The boxing, that was official. And then the UFC, especially this Saturday, the UFC is three fights with four belts on the line. I'm hyped. Derek, I'm trying to watch it. Get ready. You know how we do for the UFC. But it's gaining mad steam, in my opinion. Entertain, 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 entertain. I am so hyped about it. And it's intriguing, man. I'll tell you what, man. Like, ain't nothing about somebody going mano a mano. You know what I'm saying? Mano a mano. And they talking trash on each other just like that, saying, let's get it, whatever, whatever, whatever. I love it. Um, so we'll see how if it lives up to the hype. But um, NCAA basketball, we getting, we getting there. It's March 1st right now. So here it comes, March Madness time. I'll tell you what, Ohio State's struggling. They done went down, lost like three in a row. Um, Michigan's, Michigan's my favorite to win. And maybe I'm biased because I know it's Brandon's team, but that's my second favorite team. 
But um, so I'm pulling for them Wolverines. And Juwan Howard, I want I want the Fab Five to get a to get a ring since they want to act like they didn't exist. Fab Five put you on the map, baby. Fab Five put Michigan on the map. Don't play. Don't play D Rose with the long black shorts. Come on. But um, they're my pick to win. They just look solid to me. They look efficient. Um, they do all kinds of things. I like it. Um, they're in a tough Big Ten conference, Ohio State, Iowa, Michigan State. Michigan State's hot as on the what, man? They've been thriving. They've been winning like crazy. So, and they wanted them tournament teams, Michigan State. They wanted them teams that step up and step up in playoff time. Um, Baylor coming off their first loss. But I'll tell you what, that Big 12, the Big 12 is crazy too. So I'm going to put it out there right now. Out of the final four, I am saying right now, two out of the three teams that make it to the final four, at least two out of the three teams make it to the final four, are either going to come from the Big Ten or the Big 12. I'm saying it right now. Big Ten, Big 12. They're going to have two two or three of the final four teams. Yep. And Gonzaga, the more I look at them, I'm like, oh, it's Gonzaga. But shh, they got about three boys that can win player of the year. It's crazy. They got three boys that can win player of the year. Um, you see, you see North Carolina Duke coming back. Florida State just lost to North Carolina. North Carolina looks a little solid. Um, I don't think they got that star player to get them through the tournament. Duke also, but they 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 can make them sweet 16, maybe, and stuff like that. We'll see. Uh my son's school, Alabama State University, had their first game. Um, he opted out these seven games so he could be ready for the big season. But we still root no more. And um, they played Southern. It was on ESPN. We watched it. And they struggled at first, man. That freshman quarterback fumbling the ball, throwing interceptions. But they battle, man. And I like to see that. That's some hard out there, ASU. Let's go, Hornet Nation. Big game. Barely lost the field goal kicker. I feel bad, man. Missing two field goals. But there was a lot of sloppiness. But there's a lot of bright spots, too, especially with the first game. You know what I mean? It's just a seven game. So, you know, people are getting their nicks and crannies out of there. A lot of people, I don't even know how long their training camp and stuff was. But, yeah. But um, the G League, uh, I mean, the G League, whatever they're doing in the G League, as far as that team Ignite, being able to put these high school boys on this team, smartest thing they could ever do, man. And if we had fans that could go to the games, I guarantee you the G League attendance would be like triple, maybe even quadruple by now. Very intelligent, whoever's in charge of marketing or idea, strategists or whatever. Very smart. Because Jonathan Kabinga and Jalen Green, they're going to be top five picks. They're going to either be two, three. I think the the boy Oklahoma State's going to be number one. I'm sorry. But two, three, four, it's going to be two of these boys. Kuminga and Jalen Green. Definitely. Team Ignite, NBDA, and let's go. But um, last thing I'm going to talk about, last thing I'm going to talk about is Kyrie Irving. You know, he be saying some obnoxiously crazy stuff, or the world is flat, and, and some other stuff. But, but, I mean, he said the most, the most smart thing I've ever heard in my life. He said the logo should be changed to Kobe Bryant silhouette. Ding, 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 ding. And what do we have for him, Johnny? He's right. It should be. This generation... Kobe Bryant, why not? Kobe Bryant, especially what he meant to everybody and what he endured and his the way his legacy is still living on. And then the last thing about it is, who is the silhouette right now? Jerry West. Who drafted Kobe Bryant? Jerry West. Who thought of Kobe Bryant as his other son? Jerry West. Jerry West loved Kobe Bryant. Kobe Bryant was everything to Jerry West. You mean to tell me he would have a problem with that? He'd probably encourage it and be like, yes. Because he knows that would be somebody, if you had to take him off of something, at least you're putting it on something that's still near and dear to his soul. I think it needs to happen. I think it needs to happen next year. I think they need to go ahead and announce it now so we can have a presentation about it, so Jerry West can talk about it, so we can talk about it and make the logo, the Mamba logo, and make it happen and get it over with. And and Mamba fashion, Mamba out. Ah! Thanks for watching, guys. YouTube TV on YouTube channel, podcast on many podcast streaming networks. Pass me around, baby. Get us out there. I need more people involved. Let's go. Like, hit the bell, subscribe. Tell your friends to subscribe. Come on. I can't do it without you, baby. Let's go.
Welcome back, Relos of Sports Talk, episode 30. We about to talk all kinds of NCAA tournament. What a crazy weekend it was. All kinds of upsets everywhere. <clears throat> but before people start tweeting me or asking me what's going on with my hat, I had to wear my hat like this and represent it for ASU beating Jackson State in football last week since Deion Sanders always wants to wear his visor like this on the sidelines thinking that he's hot stuff. Um, well, you got your butt smacked for the first time against them Hornets at ASU. Let's go. So, hey, I like that big win for the Hornets bouncing back off that loss. Hey, they coming, they coming, yo. We coming. But, um, NCAA tournament, this is what we live for. This is what it's all about. This is what everybody loves. This is why it's called March Madness. Upsets everywhere. Down goes this one. Down goes that one. I mean, it was crazy to see from one of the first games, you know, two seeds going out, three seeds going out, one seed going out. I mean, it's crazy. Um, so after the wild weekend, we here we go. Sweet 16. Are we going to have more upsets? Is it going to be some more fairy tales? What's going to happen? Here's my take on what's going to happen. I think all the upsets are over for this for these next two days. I think they're over. Um, I'm picking all Lower seeds to win. All lower seeds to win today and tomorrow. So we're looking at our first matchup today. I think it's at 240 today. I can't wait for it to start. We're looking at Oregon State, who is a 12 seed, who pulls off a big win over Tennessee. You know, Tennessee is what it is. Tennessee, you know, whatever. But they def- they definitely got my, my eye when they beat Oklahoma State because I had Oklahoma State going far. Like, I looked at them, like, with Kate Cunningham, I thought maybe they could make a run. Yeah, but are they for real? Who knows? They're a 12 seed. 12s beat the 5, you know, that's what they say. So, Tennessee game, we were kind of like, oh, well. But beating Oklahoma State, I think you'll notice now. But they running into that fairy tale with, with the Loyola Chicago, with Sister Jean. They're back. They are back. They beat Georgia Tech. Which Georgia Tech was coming off a high win in the ACC tournament. But then they go and beat Big Brother in the state, Illinois. Who many people had them winning the whole thing. So, I mean, it's crazy. Loyola Chicago, the way they beat Illinois too. It was like, I mean, I don't know. Are they for real? I guess we'll see. But So we got 12 versus the 8. And I'm picking Loyola Chicago to go. Well, Chicago, I got them beating Oregon State. Like I said, I'm picking all the lower seeds. So that, that kind of ruins my speculation. <laughs> Next game of the day, the Baylor Bears. That's who I picked to win, Baylor. They play in Villanova, who I can't stand because I'm a Georgetown fan. Um, I know they're without their best player, their point guard, which they really need them in this game against Baylor's guards. But if any team's got a winning pedigree, it's Villanova. I mean, Jay Wright is a heck of a coach. Jay Wright does his thing. He prepares well. You know, it's kind of like these coaches that you see. Jay Wright, um, uh, Coach K. You know, you see things like uh, Jim Beheim and the Michigan State coach. You know, these coaches, when it comes to tournament time, they seem to perform well. So, don't sleep on Villanova. But hopefully they go down today to my Baylor Bears. Let's go. Uh, third game of the day, Oral Roberts. They still playing? Oral Roberts, I don't even think I've seen an Oral Roberts game all year until the tournament. They beat Ohio State. That was the first one that shook up the whole brackets. Oral Roberts over Ohio State. It was like chaos. Like, oh! And the Big Ten, the Big 12 was supposed to be, supposed to be everything. I was wrong, just like all the rest of y'all too, so don't try to play me. But then they beat Ohio State, and then they had to play Florida. So when they got to the Florida game, I'm sure, like everybody else, we were like, let's go, Oral Roberts, let's go. We were like, yo, can we do it? Let's go, Oral Roberts. And they did it. They were getting smashed at one point, and then they just perseverance. They got that dynamic duo, the um, the dude in the middle, and then the point guard is like the leading scorer in the nation that nobody knows about. How crazy is that? So but they're playing the team, or Arkansas, that I, I didn't give no credit to. I didn't think Arkansas was going to be here, to tell you the truth. I thought they were going to be one of the teams getting upset. But, hey, they are athletic. Arkansas did it. They hung on. They won. And um, 
I think they're going to end Oral Roberts' fairy tale run today. I'd be happy if they didn't. I'm cheering for Oral Roberts, but I don't think it's going to happen. And then we got the last game of the day, Syracuse Orange, the number 11 seed, who beat San Diego State in the first round, which a lot of people saw, saw that as an upset. People were saying they were going to win. Then they beat a scrappy, tough Big 12 West Virginia team pretty easily. Pretty easily. I mean, it was crazy. Coach Beheim's kid, Buddy, Buddy Beheim, Buddy Ball is here. Buddy Ball is banging. So, hey, I'll tell you what. I mean, hey, they playing a team that I didn't give no credit to that I thought was going to lose in the first or second round. Houston. Yeah, they played great defense and all that, but I think they should have lost to Rutgers. Tell you the truth, Rutgers blew that game. I don't even know what they were doing. They blew it. But um, Syracuse, another team that people are saying is going to pull the upset again. I'm gonna give my I'm gonna give the love to Houston. I think Houston's gonna end it. I think Houston having against that game against Rutgers. I think the game that they you know how it is sometimes when teams play games where they're like, man, you survived, you got lucky, the ball bounced your way on that one, and then they make a magical run. That could be their game, and I think they're gonna beat Syracuse. Uh, the next one is Creighton. <laughs> Creighton, hey, they're five seed, they're still rolling. They're beating the teams they're supposed to, but they got to play against a buzzsaw. They playing the Gonzaga. Gonzaga. Number one team. Number one team in the country. Undefeated. We all know all our accolades. I mean, is this even going to be a close game? I mean, really? I mean, my Georgetown Hoy has destroyed Creighton in the Big East Championship game by 30-some points. So, can they really beat Gonzaga? But if they did beat Gonzaga, I could be like, yo, my Hoya should have been number one team. Yo, we crushed Creighton and they beat. No, that ain't going to happen. It ain't going to happen. Gonzaga by 30. I mean, gee whiz. The only thing that 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 makes you want to watch the game, at least for the first half, is that Creighton shoots the, the three a lot. So if they're shooting the three a lot and they make it a lot, I guess you never know what could happen. Fouls. I mean, I guess we've seen crazier things, but eh. Creighton, Creighton losing by 30. <laughs> the next game is probably the biggest game of the, of the day, according to everybody saying upsets or biggest name value anyway. Florida State, the number four seed. Hey, they coming hard out the ACC. They were probably the number one team in the ACC. You know, if you really had to pick one team that you thought would, would make the biggest run, and obviously since they're here, that is that one. They play in the Michigan Wolverines. Uh, still ain't got livers back. That makes them vulnerable. Um, this could be a tough game. I ain't gonna lie. And I'm, I'm Michigan's my second favorite college basketball team. So, and it's Brandon. That's your boys. I know Brandon's gonna be stressing all day. But um, hey, let's go, Jawan Howard. Jalen's gonna be in the crowd. So let's go. Let's go, Wolverines. Pull it, pull it. You can do it. They can do it, man. Um, I like the guard play. I like the guard play. The big man in the middle has got to show up today. Last game, he didn't show up. He's got to show up today because Florida State's got some big boys down there that are hungry and that are mean. He's got to play well. He's a freshman, but he's got to play well for them to give a chance. And if Livers can get back, oh, that would change the dynamic of everything, especially going forward if they can win. All right, the next game we got UCLA at the Pac-12. UCLA? Everybody had them losing to Michigan State in the first four. But what is it about the – you know, people dog dog new things that, you know, that different sports do. The first four, look at all the things that have happened with the first four. They started the first four. Look at VCU was the first four. They went to the final four. I mean, you see all these different teams that start in the first four that pull off upsets and pull off these things. So maybe people should stop being so negative about change. And be like, yo, this might be a good thing. Change might be a good thing. Let's te- let's test it. Let's try it out first before we get all negative. Because UCLA is on a on a, on a roll. They got players I didn't even know was who was who. But they out here doing things. They long. I mean, UCLA is still UCLA. They got athletes out there on the West Coast. Come on, let's be for real. You know? I mean, they beat Michigan State. Yeah, they beat uh, Abigail Christian or whatever in the next round or whatever. But don't forget that Abigail Christian team beat Texas, who I had in the Final Four. Now Shaka Smart gone. 
He left before he got fired. Went home to Marquette. Smart man, Shaka. Smart man. Kid from VCU. I saw you. Hey, don't forget, Shaka was the coach that led VCU to that Final Four. So, I don't know what happened between him and Texas. And I'm not trying to be weird about Texas. But didn't didn't he look weird being the coach at Texas? It just seemed like he didn't fit. Marquette, that seems more like his flavor. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to just leave it at that. But, um... Good luck, Shaka. Good luck at Marquette. Except for when you play my Hoyas. Except for when you play my Hoyas. Uh, don't be beating them. But, um, yeah. Abigail Christian beat Texas. UCLA beat them. So, things bounce a certain way. Do I think that UCLA would have beat Texas? No. But, hey. You know what I mean? That's the way it goes. And now they're playing a team that I gave no respect to. Another, another team I gave no respect to. And maybe it's because I'm an Alabama State boy now. But Alabama... Number two seed. And some people said it should have been a number one seed. You know, they won the SEC flat out and won the SEC tournament flat out. How often does that happen? You know, so people looked at them as the number five one seed. They were the fifth number one seed. So, and I mean, they're doing it. They're doing what they said they were going to do. And now, and now they're playing UCLA. So the ball is bouncing well for Alabama. Um. Hey, it's another step. Alabama's just going to keep proving me wrong. But, hey, it's cool to see new teams. I'm cool seeing new teams. I don't see no Dukes, no North Carolinas. I'm good, to tell you the truth. I'm good with it. <laughs> um, last game of the day for Sunday, um, I think it's the team that people are sleeping on. I ain't going to lie. I ain't know who the heck they were. Didn't know who none of them were. But it's crazy how we got two. Back 12 teams playing each other. Oregon and USC. How crazy is this? Oregon, who didn't even get to play a first game because of the COVID junks. You know what I mean? The team had COVID, so they just got a free game. And I actually, some people picked them to lose that game. So they got a free ride. And we're like, well, they're going to come in. You know, ain't really proved nothing. And they got to go against a number two Iowa seat. Iowa seat the team. With the player of the year in the Big Ten and all this and all that. And they destroyed Iowa. I mean, it wasn't even a game. It wasn't even a game. The athleticism looked ridiculous. It looked like Iowa was running in quicksand. It was crazy. So, Oregon, what do we even know, though? What do we even know? These teams over there in the back 12 we ain't giving no love to because we don't stay up long enough to watch them on TV, bro. We work. Sorry, we work. There has to be some kind of way we can watch them more. But hey, we missing out because USC? USC got them brothers I didn't even know about. I mean, I heard about one for the player of the year. I mean, come on. Really? Don't even try to play. If somebody messaged me saying some stuff they knew about USC, we're going to have a conversation. Because that's ridiculous. Ain't nobody talking about them like that. Yeah, they were number six seed, so they were getting love. And that's just because of the boy for the player of the year. And the two brothers. Um... It's crazy. I mean, how you win your first round game, you're supposed to win. You're the sixth seed. And then you go against Kansas. Now, granted, Kansas, with the whole COVID situation and one player's coming in late, da da da. So I get it. They were a little under undermanned or under practiced or whatever. But you still Kansas. You still Kansas in the Big 12. You still Kansas, Rock, Chalk, Jayhawk. I don't want to hear nothing else. And if you lose, you lose. Whatever. But you don't lose by 34 points to USC. You don't lose by 34 points. When has Kansas ever lost by 34 points in an NCAA game? Never. Ever. In the school's history. Ever. Never. Ever. Ever. Never. Never have I ever. Ever. They scored 51 points. 51 and lost by 34. They almost got doubled by USC. Come on, dude. This is Kansas. I'm telling you, though, this USC team is long. They are long, long. Be careful. So we're looking at it. So those are my picks, all lower seeds. So we, so the way that we go to the, the Elite Eight. So I'm saying... So the winner of Oregon State, Loyola, Loyola plays the winner of Syracuse in Houston. 
I feel like I already said it's gonna be Loyola and Houston. I ain't got gave no love to Houston <laughs> the whole time. I'm in love with this Loyola Chicago. Do you understand that the big boy what's his name? Hardwick or whatever his name is, Kirkwick or whatever. He could go to two Final Fours in his four-year college career at Loyola. Really? We see these little small schools, mid-major Cinderella schools, um, get to the Final Four one time in a blue moon and all this. This boy has a chance to go as a freshman and as a senior. We talk about Gonzaga. They st- if they still consider Gonzaga a mid-major, something's wrong. But anyway, they were talking about them as a mid-major. Da-da-da. Gonzaga ain't been in the Final Four like that. But we talk about Loyola Chicago has a chance to go two times in this boy's four-year career. That would be freaking amazing with Sister Jean in, in attendance. And I got him doing it. I got him beating Oregon State, and then I got him beating, even if Syracuse beat Houston, I still got him beating them too. I got Loyola Chicago in the Final Four. The next one would be the winner of Villanova Baylor, which I'm going with the Baylor Bears. To play against the winner of Oral Roberts in Arkansas. And I already told you, I ain't got no love for Arkansas. They're athletic and they are doing all that. And I'm cheering for Oral Roberts. But Baylor, who's in the toughest the toughest way to get to the Final Four, in my opinion. Now, especially. I think they beat Arkansas. I think they're going to the Final Four, too. So I got Loyola Chicago and Baylor in the Final Four. Next game. We got Creighton versus Gonzaga. First game tomorrow, Creighton-Gonzaga. I don't even think it doesn't matter. Gonzaga's going to win. So the winner of that one, they're going to play the winner of Oregon and USC. I'm going to tell you what. I am cheering. And I'm a Notre Dame fan in football. So this even tastes nasty coming out of my mouth. But I'm cheering big time for USC to be Oregon. Only, only to see the matchup. Of those boys, those brothers, and that long USC defense going up against Gonzaga. Athlete versus athlete. I want to see that matchup. I don't want to see Oregon. I don't want to see anything. But I'm still going to pick Gonzaga to, to win and go to the Final Four. But I think if anybody could stretch Gonzaga and push him, USC might be able to do it. And then in the final one for the Final Four, I got Michigan, I said, beating Florida State. And then I got Alabama beating UCLA. So Michigan, Alabama, this ain't football, baby. This ain't football. It's not football. So, Todd, you can roll on down the block, baby. I'm going Michigan Wolverines in the Final Four through all adversity without livers, getting to the Final Four to take on Gonzaga. And I'm going to tell you right now, don't let livers come back for that game. Don't let livers come back. Because if livers come back, hey, a full Michigan squad who, before the tournament started, I picked to win the whole thing. I said Michigan should be the champion because of the way their team was laid out. You know, count this was counting livers before the tournament and all that stuff going on. You know, so with a full squad, I, I had them winning. So, hey, could they beat Gonzaga? Yeah. Right now, do I feel like that? No. I'd take Gonzaga to go to the finals. And who would Gonzaga play? Loyola, Chicago. The fairy tale run ends to the Baylor Bears. And then we're here with what everybody said from Jump Street. We said this from the beginning. We said it from the beginning of the tournament. We said it whatever. They've been the best two teams in college basketball all year long. All year long. The Baylor Bears versus Gonzaga's Ags for the national championship. And I'm going to tell you right now, this might be a New England Patriot Giants game where you got a chance to go undefeated. You got a chance to go through the whole thing undefeated. And then you're losing the big game off a big play by the other team. The Baylor Bears going through the Big 12, the battle tested Bears. And in these brackets, the battle tested Bears pull off the amazing upset over the Gonzaga Zags in a big time shot. By one of these guards. Either either they're going to make a big time shot. Or a big time steal. Or something. One of these guards for Baylor is going to make some kind of big time play. To win the national championship. 
to beat Gonzaga. There it is, Baylor Bears. Ah, what else is happening tonight? Hey, what else is happening tonight? My man at work, we were talking. He didn't know we had the show going on. I talked to him yesterday. We were talking. He's like, you talk about everything? You talk about this? You talk about UFC? Yes, sir. I talk about UFC. And guess what? We're going to talk about it right now. UFC 260 is tonight. I don't really care about the rest of the cards. I don't care about none, none of the other stuff. I'll watch it because it's entertaining. And that's where you see new stars emerge and all that. But ain't nobody lying no more. Ain't nobody lying. We here to see Nagano take back his belt versus Miocic, whatever his name is. It's the second time they fought. Uh, people that don't know Nagano lost his belt to him. But he's the Mike Tyson of USC, dude. This guy is a freak of nature. He's scary as hell. He's scary as hell, dude. He is destroying everybody. And then he lost a unanimous decision to him and lost his belt. And I think the fight after that, he was still thinking about that. He didn't have his head focused and lost another unanimous decision. That was, what, three, four years ago? He ain't lost since. Um, he's been deadly, a terror. He says he's focused. He looks scary as hell. Did I say that? Did I tell you how he looks? He looks scary as hell. And he's 30 pounds bigger than the other dude today. Yo, his last four fights after those back-to-back losses, four straight knockouts. <laughs> four straight knockouts. He's got seven KOs under two minutes. He's must-see TV. He's box office TV. You're either watching him to be like, wow, what's going to happen? What's going to happen? Or... Wow, the Rodney Dangerfield of UFC won again. Can Buster Douglas win again? Could Buster Douglas have beat Mike Tyson if they fought again? No. And that's what I think is going to happen today. I think the guy who's going his belt back tonight, and I, he might knock him out quick. He might knock him out quick. If he comes out there too confident and catch one, it's a fight. It's a fight. So if you catch one, you can get got. I mean, that's just the way it is. So I'm excited to see what happens with that. I don't know if I'm paying no $40, $50, to watch it. Might watch it on YouTube right after the fight's over. I'll be watching the CWA basketball anyway, so I'll probably check that out. But um, I'm excited to see what happens. I'm excited to see what happens. Yesterday, NBA trade deadline. Everybody hyped it up. It was hype. I'm a Laker fan, so I was excited because I was like, yo, we about to do it. Our whole team is hurt. We're going to do some things. So let's go down and see what happens. We got the highlights and the buyout. So, obviously, we start with with Blake Griffin getting bought out. The Nets got richer and richer. So, we're like, whatever. I hate, that's what I hate when veterans get bought out like that who still can bring stuff to the table and then go to teams just to get a ring. That just drives me freaking crazy. Drives me crazy. And I think there should be a rule against it. I hate it. I hate the buyout. I hate the buyout more than anything. I think you should have to finish your year. But, Anyway, um, George Hill, not Kyle Lowry, going to the 76ers. Well, what does that do? What's George Hill going to do? This ain't seven, eight years ago, George Hill. This today's George Hill. Dudes can't stay healthy. Dude can't, I mean, come on, really? Really, dude? And don't forget George Hill. People talk about J.R. Smith when he did that. Rebound. Oh, I should have put it back. Oh, I caught a timeout. Oh, throw me the ball. Oh. Remember when he had the bonehead Hennessy play? Who was at the free throw line? That was George Hill. He ain't clutch. He's older now. He's not even what he was with the Pacers. Uh, come on, dude. You had a chance to get Kyle Lowry, who went to Villanova. That's in Philadelphia. To come home to be your point guard. To, while you have a chance to win. With the best we've ever seen Joel Embiid play, and with Ben Simmons, and with the roster that you have as far as three-point shooting with Danny Green, big man Dwight Howard, who gets his ring but gets ejected at halftime. Idiot. You know what I mean? But you have a chance with Philadelphia. If you have any chances this year, while the big three is not completely healthy, or maybe their first year together in New, in, the, in New Jersey, but you don't pull the trigger to get Kyle Lowry, you blew it. You blew it, Philadelphia. You blew it. Trust the process. The process is over. If you don't win a ring, what is a process? The process of being mediocre and the process of never living up to expectations? Is that what your process is? 
What are you doing? You got a chance to get Kyle Lowry to come home. You don't think he's going to come home and try to win for his city, for his town, for his state? Are you serious, Philadelphia? You're dumb. You had opportunity. Now you're dumb. The Bulls, they get Vucevic whatever from the, from the Magic. It's not enough. But I'll tell you what, with him and Levine together, maybe some free agents will come next year. I know they like Lonzo Ball, which they could use another point guard. Maybe they could steer somebody to come out there. Anthony Davis is from Chicago. I know he's signed a contract extension. But the way people are talking about demanding trades nowadays, who knows? The Clippers, they trade Sweet Lou for Rondo. I guess they're thinking that Rondo's going to do for them what they did for us last year. I mean, playoff Rondo was official. I ain't going to lie. Playoff Rondo is official. But, I don't know. You're giving up Sweet Lou off the bench. Your bench is already struggling. And he's somebody that can get you buckets. What's going to happen with Playoff P? And I love Paul George. But what happened with Playoff P turn into G-rated P who can't score in the playoffs? You need Sweet Lou's points. Now you got Rondo. I mean, he could score some, but he ain't not going to give you what Sweet Lou gave you. So that was kind of making me feel weird. Um, Kyle Lowry was another one that they could have got. Glad they didn't. Um, the Celtics got Fournier from the Celtics. Uh, uh, Celtics got Fournier from the Magic. Magic got rid of everybody. That's my wife's team. The Magic got rid of everybody. I don't know what they're doing. What are they doing? They got enough players? What's going on? What's going on? Uh, but I, I do think he brings a little toughness to the team. Veteran, veteran guy. I mean, Celtics are disappointing. They're talking about being in the playoff 7 through 10 thing to make the What is wrong? The Celtics? What's going on? Coach? I don't know, Coach. You might have to go back to college. You might go ahead and apply for that Texas job. You know what I mean? You might even go and try to get that Shaka Smart's old job because I don't know what's going on. Celtics, man. How long are they going to deal with that? You got all these draft picks. You're not doing nothing. With, I mean, I don't know. Um, but hey, watch out for this one. The Denver Nuggets. You got JaVale McGee. Hey, JaVale McGee got two rings. He got Warriors rings, Lakers rings. He's obviously a, a part of a winning team. I mean, he can be a winner. But then they got Aaron Gordon from the Magic. <sighs> what did Denver need? That's what they needed. That's what they needed. They got the MVP front runner down low who could come out and bang threes, who might be the best big man in the game, most versatile big man, the Joker. And then they got Jamal Murray, who's a straight killer out there. Boom, 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 boom. He's a superstar on the lower side of superstars, but he's still a superstar. And you get rid of, all you had to get rid of is Gary. Well, who'd you get rid of? Um, what's the name? The mother, the mother from Michigan State. You know, you got rid of him. And you ain't give up no first round picks. You ain't give up nothing. And you got Aaron Gordon. Who plays defense, who's athletic, jumps out the gym to mix with them. Denver made a splash. Denver, right now, is probably the scariest team in the West. I'm calling it right now. Denver's the scariest team in the West. I'm not scared of Utah. I don't care if they're the best record or not. I'm not scared of Utah. I'm not scared of Portland, even though game time is always game time. I'm a Laker fan. I'm not scared of them. They're hurt. Um, Anthony Davis got his ring. Who knows what he wants to do anymore? LeBron. Maybe maybe this injury is going to show his age. I don't know. The Clippers, do they really want it? Are they hungry? I mean, I don't even know. I don't ever hear nothing about them. PG is quiet anyway. Kawhi Leonard is sleepy quiet. I don't know what's going on with them. But the the Denver Nuggets, huge, huge job. GM, you might be GM of the year for making that moves. Good job. It's kind of like the Dolphins doing their daggone moves. Their GM might be the man. Their GM might be the man doing that kind of trade, but we'll get to football another time. I mean, gee whiz, Miami dog. I know Brandon's sitting there like. <laughs> um, and then the other on the other side, Denver in the West did the best. On the East, what, did I, what have I been saying? The Miami Heat got Victor Oladipo. Oh! Victor Oladipo? People don't realize how good Victor Oladipo is. And to offset Jimmy Butler. And you got the shooting of Tyler Hero and Robinson. And don't forget about Big Bam in the middle. And I'm only happy because I hate these super teams like the Nets. Little punk, punk, James Harden, 
Kevin Durant, y'all, he's always joining up with all these people trying to win. And, I mean, I love Kyrie, but, I mean, I don't know. Let's go. Let's go, Miami. I like them boys. I want to see them boys do something. I just want to see anybody other than the Nets. But Miami's going to make it fun. Miami's going to make it fun, fun, fun. Um, disappointment teams, my Lakers. We ain't do shit. We ain't do nothing. We ain't do nothing. But even worse than us, the Houston Rockets. You trade James Harden for Victor Oladipo and some other pieces. And what you get in return? You trade an MVP, could be, could have been maybe a four-time MVP, scoring champion, doing all these different things, and you basically got nothing? You got to retread John Wall? I mean, what are we doing? Houston, what are you doing? Houston, you have a problem. <laughs> what are you doing? But maybe even worse than that, in, the, in these years of stars saying, I'm not playing, you better trade me, Giannis, the, yo, Milwaukee, don't be content that Giannis signed his super max or whatever because you ain't doing nothing to help him. Y'all did nothing. Nothing, 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 nothing. Your team is nothing. Y'all did nothing. You expect him to do everything, but you can't do nothing. It's ridiculous. You left players out there like Kyle Lowry. Kyle Lowry would have helped you. Lonzo Ball, he wouldn't have helped them, but Lonzo Ball would have helped some other teams. Bradley Beal is the perfect choice for Milwaukee. I've said this over and over again. Giannis needs a player like a Bradley Beal. That's what he needs. That's why um, losing the boy from Virginia that went to the Pacers, Brogdon, was a huge loss for Giannis. People don't talk about that either, but that was a humongous loss because of the skill set he brought. He brought defense and he brought toughness and three-point ability. Bradley Beal can do all these things. They need them. But, hey, he's still in the Wizards doing nothing. Scoring 50 and losing. That's what Bradley Beal's doing. He's going to get to a point where he's saying, I want to leave. I don't know. It's going to be, it ain't going to be too much longer. He, he, he said, oh, now you got me with Russell Westbrook. Really? That's not helping my skill set. So, it, I'm anxious to see what's going to happen with that. Um, yeah, I think those are the biggest losers. Lakers, Bucks, and Houston. The big winners, Denver and the Miami Heat. Hey. But, hey, they're out there right now. Andre Drummond is coming available. He's talking about either the Celtics, Lakers, or Knicks is the biggest ones for him. Lakers, we need him. Lakers, we need him. Celtics, Celtics could use him. The Knicks, they're trying to make they're trying to make them a team. Drummond could get the most money from going to the Knicks. So, if he's all about the money, he's going to the Knicks. If he's trying to win, he's coming to the Lakers. It's one of those things. But, but maybe even bigger than... Um, not even maybe, but bigger than Drummond, LaMarcus Aldridge, who should have been a Laker four years ago. But he decided not to even give us an interview. He said, I'm not coming there to Los Angeles. <laughs> Get your punk butt over there then. What you do in San Antonio? You did nothing. Now you're talking about, oh, I'm not ruling out either one of the uh, L.A. teams. Uh, um, I like both of those teams. Uh, but you want to know where else? Is on his list trying to get him. They have a roster spot open for him right now. Pat Riley, I love you. Miami Heat. If you had LaMarcus Aldridge, Jimmy Butler, Victor Oladipo, Tyler Hero, Robinson, and Big Bam. And if and, and honestly, LaMarcus Aldridge, if I was him, I would go to the Miami Heat. I'd go there. You'd be a four. Who else is playing the four? That's your spot. You go play the four. Bam's going to play the five. Butler's going to play the three. You put Victor Oladipo at the two. And then you got Tyler Hero at the one. Robinson's going to have to come off the bench. But hey, you got a sharpshooter coming off the bench. Or if well, you need to switch up some stuff, you need to there's all kind of interchangeable things you could do in there. But I think that he would do the best with Miami Heat. Um, so that's what that is. Rest in peace. Lakers great Elgin Baylor. People don't realize how great Elgin Baylor was. People think about the Lakers, and we think about all these other players, and this and that. Which I mean, you know, the Lakers still have all these great players. I mean, you know, we got the best point guard ever, Magic Johnson. We got the best center ever, Luella Cinder. You know, Kareem. We got the best shooting guard ever, uh, Kobe Bean Bryant. I don't want to hear nothing about no Michael Jordan, Kobe Bean Bryant. You know what I'm saying? So we got three out of the five spots best ever. So 
It is what it is. All right. Thank you for tuning in. Relative Sports Talk. YouTube, TV, all over podcasts. Subscribe. Like it. Spread the word, baby. Hey, give me some knowledge. Talk about, Tell me what y'all want to talk about. Tune in. Text me. Let me know what's going on. All right, guys. Thank y'all.